0: And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the Star Sports main card with your man, The Voice. As always, let's start off with some headlines and hot takes. First headline, if you have been listening to anything done by Trackstar sports you know that a change is a coming and our name will be transitioning from Trackstar sports to mtmv so be looking out for that and all of the handles that go along with it you know your man the voice will be sharing that information in the sound off when the time is right Moving on to some other headlines, though. And this one, this one pulls at my heartstrings. The Ultimate Fighting Championship lightweight Desmond Green reportedly triggered a five-vehicle car crash in Davie, Florida, early Saturday morning when he lost control of his 2011 Dodge Durango. This is reported by Local 10 News. Unfortunately, he was cited on April 20th of all days for expired tags and admitted to having mushrooms and marijuana in the vehicle. Unless he attended to his driving without insurance citation that he got a couple weeks before this accident, where he was also driving on a suspended license, Green is gonna be liable. All these damages, even with coverage and a valid ID. If his toxicology test comes back positive, he'll be liable for all of that and may have some more serious charges as two senior citizen women perish among the collisions. Now, Green has fought two times this year. And is scheduled for a third fight in Moscow against Mairbek Taisumov in December. Don't know if he'll be able to do that with all these legal troubles, but that's what the schedule says. The Predator has been fighting for the UFC since April of 2017, and he can't pay his insurance or for his tanks. Since then, he's gotten 1,400. I mean, or I should say, 14,000. in Reebok money alone and he split his four fights so he got two full checks and two half checks. All of that together raises big questions about fighters pay for me. Expired tags, no insurance, suspended license, all of that screams money problems which isn't good for someone who's been competing in the top organization in MMA for the past two years my prayers as well as the prayers of uh, the Trackstar sports family go out to all the affected persons in this accident I know it cannot be easy uh, but with God's help you'll make it Okay, moving on to a little happier news. The champ, the baddest woman on the planet, Chris Cyborg confirmed via Instagram that she will be fighting Amanda the Lioness Nunez to close out the year for the UFC in Vegas on December 29th. That's right, UFC 232. That's going down. On Twitter, Dean Thomas stated that he's no longer cornering Nunez. He said the champ fired him. But I think he's trolling. Because if she did fire him, if Nunez did fire Thomas, that would be a crying shame. Thomas helped her to adjust the game and become the champ that she is today. See, the is left MMA Masters in Florida to go to ATT a couple years back to get the adjustment she needed to take the next step. And now she's leaving the man who brought her nothing but victory? As the old adage goes, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Which is why I think the comedian's post was a joke at our expense. All right, closing things out with some Bella tour news and this was broken by ESPN.com the face of the franchise Michael Chandler has decided to bring his talents back to Bellator the two time lightweight champ said in a scrum last week that he wanted to go back said he had some other Viacom related opportunities and he felt that something would be known within a couple of weeks. Well fast forward a week or so and now we know. See often on uh, CMT you'll see Chandler's face uh, when Bellator moved to or I should say when Spike was re- rebranded as the Paramount Network and they were doing a lot of commercials and things for it. Chandler really stepped up and got out on CMT and let the people know about the changes and fights have been simulcast on CMT along with Paramount Network most notably Chandler's last fight so my suspicion is that Chandler's got something working with them as far as the show is concerned especially living there in Nashville which is where CMT is based now there are a lot of people that are happy about this going down. One of them is featherweight champ Patricio Pitbull. Very, very happy about it. But then he threw some shade Chandler's way and called him a PED user. Said He said uh, that Chandler didn't want to be in the UFC because he didn't want to deal with USADA and uh, getting caught on PEDs. Really? Really, this man has been wrestling collegially for quite some time and gets drug tested all the time. You he think he's a PD? Like, OK, well, that's not the only person that people will decide to go off on. He also went off on James Gallagher for losing to Ricky Bandejas last week. And then turned around and said that Darian the Wolf Caldwell's win at 145, the place where Pitbull holds the title, was unimpressive. Pitbull is also, like Chandler, a two-time champ with Bellator. And outside of Chandler, is probably the most recognizable homegrown fighter in the organization. Now, Pitbull's beef with Chandler goes all the way back to a fight in which Chandler knocked his brother Patricky out cold in Chandler's home city hometown born and bred in the St. Louis metropolitan area um, so ever since then Pitbull has had some beef with Chandler here's the thing though the more Pitbull barks the more attention he brings to Bellator which is good for business. Next up, the old one, too. All right, in boxing news Heather Heat Hardy will rematch Shelly Vincent. The Heat is undefeated at 21 0. Vincent. It's 23 with one blemish on her record. And guess who it was too. That's right. Heather Hardy. So she's looking to avenge that only pro loss. And this has been on Vince's mind for a minute. Vincent crashed uh, Heather Hardy and Bellator's weigh-in back in October and made news by nearly getting on stage and confronting Hardy, telling her, stop with all this MMA stuff. Come back to boxing so I can beat you. Well, her wish has been granted and as Hardy eloquently said, not only will the rematch take place but this time it's going to be for the WBO belt. Now last week there was a fight that I did not announce and that was a fight by number five ranked heavyweight in the world and former champ Tyson Fury he had a warm-up fight versus Francesco Pianetta. as expected Fury remained undefeated and once again Deontay Wilder jumps in the ring To set up the next fight. This isn't the first time he's done it. He's gotten in there. They have talked and jawed at each other. Said they were going to fight each other. But this time. Looks like it's going to happen. As I shared a couple weeks back. Steven Espinosa of Showtime Sports. Has been saying he really believes that. The fight will take place. There are flyers going around everywhere. uh, By the WBC and others. Saying that it's going to happen when and where, we're not sure. But it is being rumored for November. One fight that we know will take place is on this Friday. PBC has a fight in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And the Twin City will welcome home. Their own native son Jamal James in a welterweight bout versus Mexico's Mahroni Montez at the armory. Fight fans, the UFC will be in Lincoln, Nebraska on Saturday, August the 25th. I believe this is their first card to take place in the state of the Cornhuskers. It will take place at the Pinnacle Bank Arena and will be aired on Fox Sports 1. There are six fights on this main card and it's headlined by 18-2 Justin the Highlight Gagey. He'll be taking on 13-1 James the Texacutioner Vic this will be contested at lightweight. And if I didn't stay away from the main event as the Voices Marquee matchup, this one definitely could be it. Why would I possibly even think about making it the Voices Marquee matchup? It's because of the stakes that are involved. With a loss, Justin the Highlight Gagey could be more like 15 minutes of fame as this would have been his third loss, or it could be his third loss in a row. The Texecutioner is on a roll, just steamrolling past his last four opponents, and three of them by stoppage. Among those four fallen foes, he's beaten the likes of Joe Duffy and Francisco Trinaldo, but does he have enough for Gagey? Will Justin abandon his fan-friendly style to get a win and prove that he's more than hype? Sean Alshadi of MMA Fighting said on the A-Side podcast this week that Justin brought in his old wrestling coach and has been training with him two days a week. The coach is even cornering him for the fight. Will Gagey actually incorporate wrestling into his game? If he does, will that be enough to stop the surging Vic? We won't know until the pin drops, the cage door locks, and the timekeepers start the clock. The co-main event pits Michael the Menace Johnson versus Andre Touchy-Feely. A loss for Johnson would be only his second at 145. Johnson's record right now is 17 and 13. Feely's record is 18 and 5. However, for Johnson, like I said, it'll only be his second loss at 145. All the rest of his fights have been contested at lightweight. However, it will be the fourth in a row for Johnson, and would extend a two-year drought of wins for him. Including his last fight in January In his hometown of St. Louis, Missouri Over 60% of the menace's losses Have been by submission And Philly has a really good, strong ground game Johnson does have collegiate wrestling experience And he'll need that to keep the fight standing Because he's the naturally bigger man If his power carries Michael should have the advantage on the feet But don't count Feely out because Andre can touch you up on the feet with 8 of his 18 wins being stopped by KO. Courtney cast iron Casey at 7 and 6 will be taking on Angela Overkill Hill and I'm sorry I misspoke when I said cast iron's name her last name is now Casey Sanchez as she recently got married so congratulations to uh, the new bride in her nuptials but she's got uh, some knuckles to be concerned about on Saturday night as the former Invictus strawweight champion Hill has alternated wins and losses in her second stint in the UFC if the trend continues, the tough vet should win this fight versus Casey. Last time Overkill fought on a card with Gagey and Johnson, she picked up a win over Ashley Yoda. Now, Iron is looking to keep her average above 500 and stop the losing streak that dates back to when Francis and Ganu decapitated Alistair Overeem. Courtney is a game combatant only once has she been stopped in her fights and that was by Pearl Gonzalez due to submission like in her second fight of her victories only one of Casey Sanchez's wins have come by decision she split the others evenly between submissions and KOs and the best path to victory for Courtney would be to get it to the ground As Hill is a Muay Thai specialist. The next fight on the card, or I should say the fight right before that, leading up to the top of the card, you have 31 and 14. Jake the Juggernaut Ellenberger taking on Brian Bam Bam Barberina with his 13 and 5 record in a welterweight affair. And this, fight fans, is The Voice's marquee matchup. Bam Bam has been trading wins and losses since December of 2014 when he beat Joe Ellenberger, Jake's twin brother. Since then, Joe, yeah, he hasn't fought anymore. Jake, on the other hand, is on a two-year three fight losing streak and has lost five of the last six fights that he's had the juggernaut though just like his brother Joe was born in Omaha Nebraska and this takes place in Lincoln Nebraska so this is a do or die grudge match for the native of Nebraska in his home state if the trend continues though Bam Bam is due a win Barbarina said in an interview with Sean Alshadi that he plans to send the other Ellenberger into a new career like he did his twin brother but last time Jake was in a position like this he had a performance of the night KO versus Matt Brown that's why this is The Voices Markey matchup alright two other fights on the card and we have one at flyweight you got 19 and 6 John Chicano Moraga I'm sorry Moraga taking on 14 and 0 Devison Daikal Figueroa. the undefeated flyweight has won his last three fights in the UFC And he's getting the toughest test to date in a former title challenger being Moraga. Now, Moraga is an MMA lab product and a 13 fight UFC vet. Moraga is riding a three fight winning streak. Last losing to Sergio Pettis in January of 2017. Half of Devinson's wins are by KO. So, you can expect to see Moraga use his strong wrestling and he's got James Krause jitsu training so he will definitely be using that as far as the ground game is concerned he's not afraid to go down there um, so look for all kinds of fireworks because the flyweights don't know how to have Boring fights, contrary to a popular belief, they're always going at it, quick, fast, and in a hurry. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. At ten and one, your boy Eric Anders will be looking to rebound from his first professional loss versus 15 and four Tim, the South Jersey Strangler Williams, in the middleweight curtain jerker affair for UFC Lincoln. The former Crimson Tide player and Birmingham native lost on the biggest stage of his career versus former champ Leota Machida when they headlined a card in Berlin, Brazil earlier this year. Unfortunately, he came down on the wrong side of a split decision. Now, with a nickname like the South Jersey Strangler, You gotta have ground game. And that's just what the Tough 19 alum has, racking up 9 of his 15 wins by submission. Your boy, well he has 1 submission on his record. But 6 of his victories have come by KO. So you can expect this to be a classic striker versus grappler affair. All right, Fight Fans, to keep up with all things Trackstar sports soon to be MTMV until that change takes place. You can like the Facebook page, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. It's good to do those things so that you know how and where to find us once the transition takes place. New content gets released all the time on anchor.fm. If you are an Android user, best way to listen to all of the wonderful content that Trackstar Sports has for you, as well as any of your favorite podcasts, is by downloading the Podcast Republic app. Once you're there, subscribe to Trackstar Sports and new episodes will be ready for your listening pleasure whenever they get produced. For my iOS users, you do the same thing via Apple Podcast. I encourage you all as well to join the Debate Fuel Facebook group where you get to talk to all your favorite correspondents about all sports basketball, football, fantasy football, uh, baseball, obviously, MMA and boxing as well as WWE golf. You name it. You like it. You love it. You can talk to us about it there. If you want to talk to me directly outside of the debate fuel Facebook group, all of my social handles are the same. It's all at the voice on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. That's where you'll find me. And the voice is spelled. T as in Tango, H-A, V as in Victor, O, Y as in Yankee, Z as in Zulu, E as in Echo. Until next time, it's your man, The Voice, host of the Trackstar Sports Main Card, and I'm sounding off.